The walls are closing in on me fast now. I'm running out of money and I'm running out of options. The money I get from unemployment is less than I was making at my job, and it's not even enough to cover my expenses. I had no choice but to cut the cable and internet last week. I take my laptop to a local coffee shop every day for about an hour so I can use the free Wi-Fi to look for a job, and I got $30 yesterday by donating plasma. I nearly passed out leaving the clinic because I was so weak. This morning, the manager of a hotel caught me sneaking in to take advantage of their free breakfast buffet. He promptly kicked me out and told me I was no longer allowed to step foot inside. I can give you $200, says the man behind the counter at one of the many Canal Street jewelry stores I've been to today. I gathered every piece of jewelry that I've ever owned, tossed them in a small backpack, and came here, hoping I could sell it for, at the very least, enough to pay one month of overdue rent. Two hundred dollars? There's thousands of dollars worth of jewelry here. How can you offer me so little? The price takes into account the weight of the jewelry. Most of it would be melted down anyway. That's my best offer. Take it or leave it. I have other customers. He's offering the most of any other jeweler who I visited today, and desperate times call for desperate measures. I have a pile of shut-off notices sitting on my kitchen table, a handful of food in the fridge, and I don't know what to do next. I've contacted every temp agency in the city. I've applied for every job that I can possibly think of, and still nothing. All right, fine. I regret my decision instantly, but I need the money, and something is better than nothing. I leave the store and jump on a subway train heading home with a sense of sadness. Everything I sold back there were items that I had bought for myself. I've never had anyone buy me jewelry before, so once I started working when I turned 18, I decided that I would treat myself to one piece of jewelry every year. It became somewhat of a tradition, and now it's all gone. I head straight to my bedroom and lie down on the lumpy mattress once I make it home. I could always leave and go back to where I came from. The thing is, if I go home to Indiana, my life might just be worse than it is now. But if I stay put in New York, all signs are pointing to the possibility that I'll end up homeless. Like literally, without a roof over my head, nowhere to go, and responsibilities that are not going to go away. No, I can't go home. I'd rather go to a shelter than go back there. Think, Sage. The idea pops in my head like an unwelcome guest, but once it's there, it takes flight. Could I really be that desperate? Could I really allow myself to go to that place? I pull my purse off the nightstand and dig in the front pocket until I feel the tiny piece of paper in my hand. I pull out the business card that I reluctantly took just a few weeks ago. Victoria Powell... I say to myself as I stare down at her card. It feels like a lead weight in my hand. I know that it's wrong even to contemplate this, and I'm probably going straight to hell, but what else am I supposed to do? Victoria said that I'd have just one client, just see one man until he decides to cancel his contract. If I think about it, she did make a good point, how is this any different from dating or from being in any other monogamous relationship? 
Okay, so we won't be going to candlelight dinners together or catching a matinee. But wouldn't sleeping with one man in order to keep a roof over my head be worth that kind of trade-off? I might hate myself in the end, but at this point, I honestly have no other viable options. It's not like my phone is ringing off the hook with job offers. No. The truth of the matter is, according to the notice waiting on my door when I got home, I'm only weeks away from eviction. If I have any hope of saving myself from that fate, I have to act now. I don't give myself time to think about it before I dial the number on the card. She answers on the second ring, her voice like silk, and I know that life as I know it is about to come to a disastrous end.